0: the NASCO Moments radio show. On the show this morning, we will be plunging into an issue that affects us directly as human beings. The condition of our housing habitation, or if you like, our shelter needs and related physical infrastructure development compliance standards. Building and infrastructural development are no doubt painstaking undertakings. There are procedures involved in the design, approval, physical development and eventual occupation of the various types of structures humans use. Owners or developers must necessarily comply with stated stipulations and standards applicable in every instance. Here, the overall intention is for building structures to be seen to adequately and safely serve the purposes for which they are built, even as they must also stand the test of time in terms of durability, health and continuing safety, as well as for functionality. A sad reality confronting us today is that many individuals, private and even some government agencies have continued to build structures and physical development projects in an indiscriminate manner. Very often such persons and entities have done so without seeking professional advice, let alone comply with extant rules, regulations and development control laws. The continuous effects of such illegal activities have led to a proliferation of substandard buildings, several of which tend to give way over time, thereby resulting in colossal losses in human and material terms. This is aside the fact that non-compliance with stipulated building and physical infrastructure standards has led to widespread distortions in the general environment, giving our human habitat a hideous outlook. Lagos State, Nigeria has been described as the world's junkyard of collapsed buildings, several of them worth billions of naira. Truth be told, our beloved city of Jos, Plateau State, Nigeria's foremost home of peace and tourism, has not fared any better. It is indeed unimaginable that a country blessed with great potentials in its construction industry can experience such magnitudes of physical infrastructure failings and repeated incidents of building collapses and the attendant negative environmental impact. Even worse still, many developers continue to brazenly position facilities such as petrol stations, noisy industrial-sized generators in residential communities, and so on, in locations that clearly negatively affect the health and general well-being of residents in a given neighborhood. Yet, investigations will show how, in many cases, approvals were either dishonestly obtained from regulatory agencies, or the developer simply proceeded to act with impunity. As a result, we have invited to the NASCO Moment studio this beautiful morning. Experts in the field, Mr. Teve Tiosa, Zonal Coordinator, Nigeria Building and Road Research Institute, JOS Office, and Gladys Joshua-Laven, a Technical Officer Building, Nigeria Building and Road Research Institute, North Central Zone. The institute is under the Federal Ministry of Science and Technology. They will illuminate further on the standards, the considerations, Do's and don'ts towards improved building construction and physical infrastructure development compliance standards for a better society. We will be right back. I am Hudong Gyan.
1: Now fortified with essential vitamins and minerals. NASCO conflicts, nourishing goodness anytime. NASCO Corn Flakes, nourishing goodness anytime.
0: Mr. Teve Tiosa and uh, Gladys Joshua Levin, welcome. Thank you for joining us on the NASCO Moment Show.
2: Thank you very much.
0: Okay, I'll start with you, Mr. Tiosa. What standards uh, must be adhered to in building and infrastructural development?
2: Well, there are a lot of standards for anybody that wants to build, to adhere to, to have a sustainable building. First of all, you have to contact an architect, a qualified one, to get the drawings and you conduct soil tests for the place you want to build. You get a, a quantity surveyor to prepare the bill of quantities for you. You get the structural engineer to come up with the structural drawings. You get an, a qualified electrical engineer to come up with electrical drawings and then you take it to the approving authorities once they approve you now engage the services of a builder to start the project
0: okay so basically those are uh, the standards that must be adhered to
2: exactly so why
0: are these standards important
2: they're very important because you have to get qualified personnel to uh, engage them in your building project, so that you will not suffer issues of collapse and demolitions because in every city you go, you have approving authorities, you have regulators that first of all, they must stamp and approve your building. If it is not approved, that's why you see most buildings being marked for demolition. You must have heard places like Abuja, Lagos, you hear development authorities going ahead demolishing buildings that were not approved or those that did not meet standards.
0: I um, will come to you now, Gladys, Joshua. Do the standards that apply to residential buildings also uh, apply to commercial ones?
1: Yes, they do. Because they, you have to get all the qualified um, team in a project. And when one collapses, it will also affect the other. So all these uh, humans that occupy the building, either commercial or residential
0: okay, so it's all the same there's no difference, is no difference. okay one of the questions uh, that um, often disturbs people is at what time should they contact a builder is it in the order that mr. Tiosa called out earlier on or is it that you're when you're about to purchase land uh, that you contact these people or after you have done that just tell us a bit about these steps that w- that should be taken
1: when you you should you should contact a builder in all aspects of the contract yes, at
0: what point is as when you're purchasing From the land
1: the, you, some people like some certain areas it's not restricted when you want if you want to engage a builder when you want to purchase your land you can do that but if you have all your requirement you have a land and you want to build you get an architect you can also invite a builder because he will give you some certain advice when and know the cost of the project which you are about to embark on so you have to engage a builder on your own before you build you you purchase a land or when you have already purchased because it's a location you want and the, the the area or the terrain is what you want the builder might decide to say no this area is going to cost you a lot of money to build so you will you you might feel discouraged but when you just get your land you can call a builder and then he will give you a good
0: decision on what to do all right um, we have many more questions to ask this is just the first part of this program listener please join us after the break
1: Nasco Cube Sugar. Nasco Q Sugar. Nasco Cube Sugar. Nasco Cube, Cube sugar is pleasantly sweet. And can be used in tea, coffee, pap, and a variety of cereals and beverages. NASCO Cube Sugar can be taken at any time of the day. And what's more, each cube delivers a sweet taste and experience. Really? Nazco cube sugar is fortified with vitamin A and dissolves fast. NASCO Cube. Mmm. Nazco cube, cube Sugar. For that sweet taste. NASCO cube. For
0: that sweet taste.
1: NASCO Cube Sugar, another quality product from NASCO.
0: If you just tuned in, you are on to the NASCO Moments radio show. I've been speaking with Mr. Teve Tiosa, Zonal Coordinator, Nigeria Building and Road Research Institute, JOS, as well as Gladys Joshua Levin, the Technical Officer of the Institute. Today we're talking about improved building construction and physical infrastructure development compliance standards for a better society. Uh, Mr. Tioussa, considering the economic situation of the country at the moment, how important and affordable is it to seek professional advice of a builder and all these people you have enumerated before starting a building project?
2: Well, issues of affordability. Uh, let me say that's subjective. It depends on the way, the angle you are looking at it. For instance, you start a building without engaging the services of the professionals because maybe you are afraid of the cost. At the end. building collapses you are going to suffer more loss so i think it's better and affordable
0: okay but for those who think okay we've been building for years and this is how we've been doing it and it has been working for us without these professionals
2: well that is why we're having issues of building collapse within the country
0: okay how does soil type you talked about um testing your soil and all that. How does soil type, type and land topography determine the specifications of a building?
2: Well, the soil type is going to determine the, the type of foundation and the type of materials you are going to use in making your foundation for your building to stand. Okay. That is why mm-hmm. it is very, very necessary for you to conduct soil tests to determine the nature of the soil before you embark on your building project.
0: Who exactly tests the soil? Which professional does that?
2: We have soil scientists, we have geologists that conduct these services.
0: All right, uh, Gladys, how does the climatic conditions of an area impact decisions uh, uh, to be made about the quality of a building?
1: The climate change, as we say, sometimes, like the raining season, when you build in waterway, you, you will have effects of climate change because it, you, the house will be flooded, And if you don't get a good foundation for the area, it will even take away the house. So you, you have to engage professionals to determine the kind of house and then give you professional advice. If you are building in a waterway, they will tell you that this is the problem. So if you have a lot of money, they will shift it and get a better land around that location with a specified um, foundation. Mostly it's raft foundation that you can have or pile foundation you can have around that area. Because some people will say some build houses on water and it stands. So depending on the foundation, they choose to build.
0: Okay, Mr. Chilso, it looks like you want to add something here.
2: Yeah, Not uh, really, but if I must say something, it's just to add to what she has said. Choosing a place for your building, you have to consider the climatic condition of the area. One of it is the rainfall, nature, the the sunshine and all that. For instance, the house, the kind of foundation you are going to construct for your building, for your building in the south-south Nigeria is different from the kind of foundation you would do, you construct in northern Nigeria given the terrain and the rainfall and all those climatic factors that you consider.
0: Okay we talked about rain Um, at least that is mentioned rain when answering the last question and some people believe that um, once you have constructed a new building you should leave it for at least for the rain to beat it before it is painted Now, the claim is that this makes the building more sturdy. Is it a valid argument?
2: Uh, I want to correct something there. Not painted, but plastered.
0: Okay, before it is plastered?
2: No. Yes, before it is plastered. That is to allow the building to cure. Cure by curing, we mean gradual process of drying. Because you are going to use cement there for your concrete and even for the other walling materials that you are using there. So they have that's why even if it is not during rainy season, you have to water your building so that it will set the cement, the cement we set, the concrete will set properly, so that you don't have cracks. In future you will not be able to experience anything like collapse.
1: To add to what he said earlier, he if you can also so it's a matter of choice if you want to leave it for a year. Some people don't have shelter. So they want to just build something and immediately get into They don't have to allow it to stay for a year. So you can use water and cure it within some few days and it's okay. If it's a story building, you allow
0: it for like 28 days and cure it. And then you continue your building. Okay. okay. What environmental considerations are required to be adhered to, whether it is for a residential building or commercial project?
1: okay there's no, there are a lot of requirements but the main thing is you have to to know the the facilities that you use in residential building is it a water system and the capacity that it will be worked on and for the commercial you have to also know that that's the toilet facilities and the sitting area arrangements and other things like that
2: uh, the wisdom of uh, the town planners for every area in the town, they map out where you should have residential areas, where you should have commercial buildings. That is to avoid issues like noise, because certainly in, an, in a residential area, you wouldn't want to have too much noise in the area because that's where you retire to have your rest in the evenings, you know, and the facilities in those locations, they are designed in such a way that should accommodate residential activities, unlike what is obtainable in commercial areas.
0: This is the Nazco Moments radio talk show, and uh, this is uh, a topic that affects everyone if you ask me because we all live in houses and we want quality um, houses if you stay with us after the break we still have a couple more questions for our guests please don't go away
1: a promise kept The taste of Nasco Cream Crackers. Each bite is crispy and so much fun. It's excitingly cool and a delight any day. Nasco Cream Crackers is the ideal snack at home and office. Nasco Cream Crackers is best served with tea, coffee, and cheese. NASCO cream crackers. Nasco cream crackers. A promise kept. Nasco cream crackers. Nasco cream crackers. Another quality product from Nasco.
0: Welcome back. Today on Nasco Moments, we have been discussing improved building construction and physical infrastructure development compliance standards for a better society. Our Guests in the studio are Mr. Teve Tiosa and Gladys Joshua Laven of the Nigeria Building and Road Research Institute. Um, Glad to have you back. Uh, Now we'll get back right into the discussion. Um, Gladys, how advisable is house remodeling? Can an owner, after some years, embark on it on his own, or do they need to seek professional counsel?
1: Yes. You have to seek a professional counsel in... Any building that you want to embark, even if it's a one
0: room, even if it's just remodeling.
1: Okay, yes, because there are a lot of things that at stake. Like most of the collapse, let me just say, happens in when they are trying to remodel a house. What happened in just last year was um, a bungalow, and they try they they just convert it to a story building and even make it a public one that has to involve lives of children. So if um, an architect or their professional bodies were involved in it, it would be a better, it wouldn't be the story now. A lot of money has been involved and lives has been involved also. So you invite not just an architect. From the interview, from the research we carried on, we found out that he said his brother is an architect or someone that he knows is an architect. We don't know the story, but he engaged an architect. Is it a student architect or a professional, a registered one? We don't know, but that's what happens. So if you engage the service of the professionals, it will be a very safe and better.
0: Okay, so for field. remodeling, is it just the architect you need to no, engage? That,
1: that's why I said you invite the professional bodies. You need an architect, a builder, a consultant you need a service of in the electrical because it will have also affects the electrical and
0: others okay Um, can you uh, mr. Tiosa please identify some causes of building collapse in Nigeria
2: well for us as an institute uh, for some years now we have carried out investigations on building collapse across the country recently last year we did the one in Bukuru in Josia, and um, in all in all the cases that were visited, we investigated. We have identified some causes. In some places, it is poor workmanship. In some instances, we have cases where substandard materials were used. The type of re- reinforcement that was supposed to be used was not used. We have issues where. The concrete mix was not right. Issues like that.
0: So, would you say it's because they did not engage professionals that exactly kept making all these mistakes? Exactly. Okay. So, what can be done differently and positively to remedy the situation?
2: Like we said earlier, it's just to, from the onset, engage the services of the professionals. Uh,
0: we must also put in perspective rural dwellers in this um, discussion because uh, it's not out of place to say that they also do not have access to most of these professionals in rural areas, let alone seek counsel from them. So are there general principles, are there principles that you can give them that will help them to build safer buildings over there?
2: Well, for rural dwellers, we have not witnessed much cases of building collapse in those areas. One of the issues we have identified in in our towns is the greedy nature of our people you know cutting corners to do things but the people in the villages there you notice that some buildings that they just use these earth uh, blocks some of them are standing there for as long as 60 years they didn't use cement they didn't use some of these things we're using in town but because they didn't cut corners they did everything right those buildings are standing however if even in the rural areas you want to build like a story building, you must seek professional advice as we have earlier listed.
0: Um, Do you think there's much more that people ought to know about uh, buildings and safety that maybe we have not mentioned? What more would you like to add to this program? I'll start with you, Mr. Chiesa, and then go to um, Gladys Joshua. As we end the program, what more should people know?
2: Well, the only thing I can say is... For any building project you want to embark upon, employ the services of professionals and make sure the right materials are used. Don't cut corners, and you will not have issues of collapse. And you have a very sustainable building. We we'll save lives. We we'll save our economy.
0: And as your answer, also, I'd like you to add: Do you think there's anything more our regulators should do?
1: Yes, we have to enforce law in the society, Nigeria, to be precise, for any building project that you want to embark, you should engage the service of professionals, and then we have to team up, like get a a group that would always check, we have every state have a group that checks out the projects that is going on. but and ensure that it's been carried out and it's been tested. If it's a high-rise building, you have to check, to conduct a test from the foundation to all the levels of the floors, and then check the blocks, test them, the reinforcement you have checked them, and make sure that they are not substandard. And then if you're building a, uh, a residential or a commercial uh, house, you have to check the spacing. Some people build wall to wall, not minding. They we need to have a grace, uh, an area where kids can play. You need a very well landscaped area. No matter how small the house is, the convenience should be properly uh, made. the The house should. You they will always talk about noise and other things like that. You need to make sure that the houses are not in a noise area and then this part is commercial so it should be segmented if like what they do in Abuja and uh, Lagos once you are building a house in a commercial area you will be asked to relocate and then the house will be made and developed to a commercial and once it's the same with the residential area so that it will control pollution so we also encourage that to be done in JOS okay. and other states of the federation of the federation all right
0: thank you very much uh, we have been listening today to Mr. Tevye Tusa and Gladys Joshua Laven thank you very much for your insights uh, on the topic this morning it's actually been eye-opening and refreshing And we wish you the very best
2: thank you wish you so
0: Okay, There listener, I hope that across board you are now better informed about what building standards you must adhere to so that we can all have safe and durable houses to enjoy the quality life. And I'm afraid this is the end of the show today. You can follow NASCO Group on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash NASCO Group. You can also follow us on Twitter. The handle is at NASCO Group. You are encouraged to freely send your feedback on any aspect of the NASCO Women's Show to the email marketing at nasco.net or by text to the dedicated care line 0805 774 7777. To the NASCO trivia question segment for this week How many vitamins and minerals does NASCO Conflicts have? Once again, the question is How many vitamins and minerals does NASCO Conflicts? have? have send your answer to 0805-774-7777 via text including your name and location i'll call the number again 0805-774-7777 now to the winners of last week's trivia we asked you the question what is nigeria's international telephone country code well, the answer is plus two, three, four. I would like to congratulate our winners, Young T from Donkasa and Ifain from FCE Punkshin. It's our pleasure to have you as our winners, Young T and Ifain. Be expecting something very special from NASCO. Congratulations again. The NASCO Moments radio talk show has been brought to you by NASCO and it was created by Unimark Limited, marketing communications consultants, executive producers, NASCO marketing department, Producer Harun Audu Content development Tolu Bakari and Harun Audu Production coordinator Solomon Aldu and Tolu Bakari. I am Hudun Gyang. Thank you for listening.